Hi, my name is Lyric Smith, and I researched about acute kidney failure. And my research question was, what is the main cause of acute kidney failure, and how can we stop it from occurring within children and older people? So I chose these two questions combined for my research question because I really wanted to know what the main cause of kidney failure was and why most people just think that kidney failure is in with is within older people instead of also in children too. So I wanted to open my eyes to how children can get it and the age range between them and the age range between older people also. I chose this topic of acute kidney failure because I am studying exercise science and I love medicine and just love to know new things medical wise so this topic was really interesting to me and all its aspects that I researched and how I researched six different different sources to find new information that open my eyes to more things that goes along with acute kidney failure not just oh the kidneys stop working because there's not enough blood flow well yeah that's the definition of it but there's so many other things that go along with the kidneys that also I learned so while I was researching kidney failure in my annotated biography, I did my final draft with six different sources. I did a scholarly article, scholarly book, peer-reviewed article, another scholarly article, a podcast, and a news-slash-magazine article. I think the best thing was the podcast that I that I did as a source and the podcast talked about all the statistics for age ranges with getting diabetes or higher tension that leads to the causes of kidney failure. When you age, you lose a lot of kidney function even if a person that's over 70 years old is so healthy but because of the age, they lose functions in their organs. It's just part of life. So that's why usually older people usually have trouble with their organs, not younger people. But this podcast that was made helped me understand how doctors determine a patient has kidney failure because there's equations that are used to determine the standard of care for a cause. So they can come into the hospital for a cause of being sick, but then the doctors use an equation to determine if it's a leading cause to kidney failure. But little did I know that women have a higher, have a smaller percentage to having kidney failure than men. Usually I feel like men are more acceptable into getting different type of diseases. Another source that I really liked in my annotated biography was my scholarly book. So in my scholarly book, it was edited by Raph T and it was named Chronic Chronic Kidney Kidney Disease. And the book was all about chronic kidney disease. It goes from the pathos sociology 
to the clinical improvements. So it explains how when patients are suffering from this disease, they have a bigger risk of having cardiovascular cardiovascular disease and when I was researching different sources for my annotated biography I really liked how all my sources went into depth of things behind kidney failure and not just explaining what kidney failure is and how it affects somebody so like for this one for my scholarly book edited by Raf T it goes into the cardiovascular disease so taking care of cardiovascular risk factors are indeed are indeed more susceptible in you preventing kidney disease. And the book also explains the anatomy of the kidneys and how it's the main source of the body. So taking care of your kidneys is very important. Lastly, a main key in the book is that proteins and peptides have recently gained much attention and are involved in the cardiovascular systems and also plays a role in chronic kidney disease. So I liked how I liked how this source went into depth about cardiovascular system and how it works with the kidneys. I'm really interested when I was doing my annotated biography, I was really interested in all the sources and everything that went in, into the kidneys that circled around to the kidney disease. Because some people don't think that other things in your body make your kidneys fail. They just think, oh, we're just talking about the kidneys and I just need to take care of my kidneys and I can look up online how to take care of my kidneys but really that's not the case because there's so many different ways that the kidneys can fail and everything that goes along with it so I really think this really think this scholarly book that I did edited by Raf T really went depth into the pathophysiological of the clinical improvements of the chronic kidney disease so if you ever have a family member that is really concerned on if they have chronic kidney disease. Just let them know, take care of their kidneys, but there's also other factors that can go along with it. Just like how I found out in my scholarly book that I first researched by Shane J. Williams D. and Roth K. In 2002, it's called Kidney Failure in Infants and Children. This broadened my aspect of how children can also get kidney disease. So the article was about kidney disease and how the evaluation of kidney failure is difficult. And some people don't know that children can get kidney disease. They only think about it in older people. But children with, it, with this disease often have birth defects and hereditary diseases that lead to acute kidney failure. But the ages between 5 to 14, kidney failure is most common caused by hereditary diseases. The differential diagnosis of various types of acute kidney failure is based on urinary excretion patterns. So having too much sodium a day can increase your odds of producing acute kidney failure. There are three, so I learned in my scholarly book that I first researched by Shane J. Williams D. and Roth K. that there are three different phases of acute kidney failure, which are the oligaric phase, the diuretic phase, and the recovery phase. And each of these phases lasts at least a few days, two weeks. Getting proper treatment for the kidney disease is so important, but also having monthly doctor checkups to make sure everything is working properly in your body. So when children have this, they go through the three phases, and they want to just get kidneys back to working and just go through those three phases, and which can take up to two weeks maximum.
So while I was doing all this for my acute kidney failure research, the strategies that I found most effective was not just looking up books or articles or podcasts about just acute kidney failure, because I already knew what that was, and you can only go in so much depth explaining what it actually is. So I mainly just looked up anatomy, causes, all that stuff to broaden my aspects and get more information about acute acute kidney failure. My research process didn't change. I still looked up the same thing, anatomy, causes, age ranges, anything besides just looking up acute kidney failure because I wanted to learn more in depth about what all went in it. So I think the, the type of source that was most beneficial for me to get more information out of was the podcast. Was the podcast that I explained earlier. And this podcast was written by Brooke J, Says M, Dwyer M, Says S, Said Saves J, and Julian. 2021 and it was number 67 it was called chronic kidney disease pearls with kidney boy so i think this um source was more helpful than any other because i could just sit here listen take notes about it and really hear the voice of the authors go into depth instead of just reading on my own books or articles